0: Betty's so cute.
1: She is so cute. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the very next episode and happy summer from The Remedy. Yes,
0: happy summer.
1: Today's we're recording on Memorial Day, so I feel like this is like the big summer kickoff.
0: It is.
2: Indeed. Pools everywhere opening.
1: Yeah. Do y'all
0: feel the like summer buzz in the air? No, but I feel a buzz because I'm on pain medicine for my shoulder <laughs> surgery. <laughs> I don't get that buzz, but I do have a buzz. <laughs> when, when I was on all that pain medicine, yeah. could you tell? I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. Uh-uh. I can tell uh, this much with you. You can't. Yeah, this much. <laughs> it's not like
1: overwhelming, but I'm like, oh, I can tell poor yeah. Janice has a little bit of pain medicine in her body. <laughs> yeah i think my reaction time was a bit slower i feel That's like it i feel like my brain moved faster than my head or my eyes
0: <laughs> and then like, somebody will ask huh? me something and i'm like processing and then i'm like what, processing? what, did, what did they just say <laughs> loading loading the little oh, okay. thing is spinning on your computer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear me
1: Okay, well we need to thank our sponsor for today. This is a friend of yours Janice. I I do not know this person. But we had a a dear person named Vicky say Save- Saviors?
0: Savers. Savers. Yes.
1: She um she said sending the love for the
0: remedy. Oh, that's so sweet, Vicky. That's uh my friend with whom I go to San Miguel. Oh, seriously. My Spanish, uh-huh. Oh, this is your San Miguel Vicky. Yeah, this is that uh. Vicki. And she and I, when uh Kurt and I were married, we moved to Chicago. Uh, he was transferred to Chicago the Solomon brothers office up there. And I was in a, in a yoga class and, and this girl said, I hear you're moving. And I said, yes, I'm moving to Chicago. And she said, Oh my gosh, one of my best friends is moving to Chicago. From Little Rock, and um, and I, I was like, okay, well, it's a big city. You're right. What ended up that she and I both lived in the same little village. There are all these villages north of the city, and we were two blocks from each other. And she has, How she's fun about is that? my size, blonde hair. She talks South Mouth, and you know, <laughs> so it we became just great friends, and that I had friendship no idea. has lasted forever.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's how. So that's a dear, dear, dear friend. Yeah,
0: she is the best. She mm-hmm. is so much fun, so funny. Her husband is amazing. I mean, she's just a really, really, really wonderful person. Smart as a whip, and she's been real involved in the in the Arkansas school systems and doing mm, a lot of cool. work with that. So she's very cool. So Vicky, thank you. Yes,
1: thank you very much, Vicky.
0: Oh, appreciate so it. Sweet, you would love her.
1: So, um, tell us about your surgery. How are you feeling?
0: Well, I'm feeling okay. Uh, it hurts. <sighs> That's it. Just it hurts. Just, uh, shoulder surgery is mm-hmm. the worst. It really hurts because you just you you lean or you turn or something, you know, and it's just so so sensitive. He mm-hmm. did it. Uh, he did it orthoscopically so Mm -hmm. I have three I haven't actually looked at him yet but I have three incisions where he went in and had to do some had to put some screws in the bone Mm. because the tendon was ripped all the way through so he had to attach the tendon with some sutures or something but but it's okay I mean it's behind me so I'm really grateful for that and I I will tell you what Tom Gant has been the best thing ever. Aww. I mean, he just I have that game ready thing oh, that does yeah. ice. Doesn't that all feel through. good? It feels so good uh-huh. and Tom will fill it with ice and mm-hmm. and he just gets up in the middle of the night and replugs it in for mm-hmm. me or I mean he's just he is such a very, very very kind man. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why he picked me.
1: That is. I do. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's a lot nicer than uh, I am. <laughs>
1: well, he, he, he is, is very so nice kind, but you really do. I mean, in things like this, you learn a lot about mm-hmm. your significant other and their tenderness and their care and mm-hmm. their love and, and, and the selflessness that's involved with taking care of yeah. somebody because that the shoulder's Injuries surgeries are a pain. I mean you can't you can't put your hair in a ponytail, you can't wash your yeah. hair, you can't shave your legs, you can't Yeah and you had your right hand yeah, right shoulder handed. and you're right handed. Yeah. So now you're eating with your left and yeah I mean
0: brushing your teeth with your left and ugh. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. It's not easy. Tom was playing tennis uh with a group of guys and the night before uh I had my surgery and And uh, one of the guys is a physician, and Tom told him that I was having rotator cuff surgery. And he goes, well, uh, I I hope you know that you're going to have to wipe our rear. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like... No, that will no. not no. happen. Nope. No. You just <laughs> no. become
2: a lefty. That's
0: I did. exactly I right. did, hey. and I'm doing a good job of that. I, I have you to tell you. You didn't smell anything, did you, Tova? <laughs> nope, not at all. I picked you up. It was <laughs> all that's, good. <laughs> that's
2: so funny. I just went through the same thing with my broken arm. Uh, oh, I broke yeah. my right arm, yeah. so I had to learn to be a lefty. And I actually haven't gone back because That's kind of I, fun. I, I found that I was better at that job as a lefty.
0: That oh. is cracking me up. That so we're talking did about you? This. So you ate with your left hand too, and everything?
2: No, just I'm only talking about toilet stuff.
0: Oh. <laughs> I'm like, are we really having this conversation? We're right having now? this conversation. Okay, the subject today is going to be wiping your It's Hilarious! I'm leaving. <laughs> Y'all can talk about that. That's all I have to say. But it, but he, Tom, really has been so nice, and I'm so grateful well, for that. That is not yeah. a surprise. Yeah, at all. A very nice guy. Yep.
1: So today we actually had. Um, a woman uh, uh, asked us if we would spend some time talking about estrangement from children and or children who are estranged from their parents. So I know it can easily go either way, yeah. um, especially if it's an adult child who's making a difficult decision to not have a relationship with a parent and or a parent having making a tough decision to not have a relationship with their child. This is, I imagine, a very tricky, difficult, um, painful— I mean, the pain that's involved in these decisions has to be excruciating.
0: Yeah, I think so too, Tova. I I just cannot imagine in my wildest dreams— Actively choosing to not have a relationship mm-hmm. with one of my children or my grandchildren mm-hmm. or, or, Tom's your son or my parents, Yeah, you know, when they were alive. I mean, I just I can't I know that there are there are circumstances that, you know, sometimes when maybe let's say a child is is having some problem with addiction mm-hmm. and. They're, you know, in and out of jail or Mm -hmm. stealing things Mm -hmm. to buy drugs and stuff. And the parents have made a decision to no longer rescue them because Mm -hmm. they feel like they're enabling Mm -hmm. the child to continue to use the drugs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that that would be really difficult to do. But yet Mm -hmm. at the same time, if we enable we are participating mm-hmm. in the drug use mm-hmm. you know and so mm-hmm. it's it's just hard mm-hmm. but i can't i can't imagine my parents i can't imagine my parents doing anything that would cause me to not want to have a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And when I mean they they have transitioned but they were we just never had any of those sort of difficulties when I got a divorce. I was the first person in the family to get a divorce and and it was kind of a it was a really big deal to my parents. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard, but they they supported yeah, me. they would have never cut you off. No, or- never cut me mm-hmm. off or said we're not going to have be with you and mm-hmm. and Kurt maintained my ex husband maintained a relationship with with my parents and also with my sister and her family even separate from me. You know they would That's sweet. so yeah so there was just no TikTok the games all locked sort mm-hmm. of thing going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I can you imagine one of your children? No. But I I can't imagine
1: that happening. But in I mean I have been royally pissed off at my children. Sure, sure, know? and they have ticked me off. They've disappointed me, and they've they've that they've hurt. Yeah, and we've hurt each other all, all sure. along. You know, I mean it's just family. Yeah, and yet I can't I can't imagine how, how difficult it would be to make the decision, and I agree with you that, you know, there are circumstances and I feel terrible for people who have to make those. And I, I would hope that I would have the strength if one of my children was abusing, Mm -hmm. um, drugs or abusing anything that I, was enabling by having continuing a relationship with them yeah. because they were stealing from me or taking from me or lying over and over repeatedly to me or using me and then setting up that boundary. Uh-huh. I would hope I would have the strength to do that, but I can't imagine the pain that would be involved in the difficulty of. I imagine that I can't imagine what it would take for me to get to that point where I would say, I can no longer have a relationship with you. I think
0: it would have to come down to the realization that what I was doing was actually perpetuating the issue and right. causing the problem. Right. You know, because that would be, you know, there are very few things that my daughters could do mm-hmm. that would cause me to not want to have a relationship with them. You know, and even if if their behavior was... You know, they were acting out or something. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a reflection on me. It's a reflection on them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it would have to be something really personal Absolutely. to me. That's the best word to yeah. use. But, you know, you hear,
1: I mean, we know people who've been, who, uh, that parents do not have a relationship with their child for religious reasons. Yeah. Or, They don't like their boyfriend or they don't like their girlfriend or so they make these rules about expectations that the parents have on the children and the children aren't living up to them. Mm -hmm. And so the parents cut them off Mm -hmm. and the parents say, if you don't do it my way, then we will not have a relationship. I mean, I know people who've who've gone through that. Yeah. And yeah, that's
0: painful so painful when i was you know when when i was getting a divorce my parents were real real active in the baptist church in lubbock and um and so they you know the the real strict evangelical don't believe in divorce and it was i it was it was a really big deal that i was getting a divorce and um and But I was—and I was worried about it. I was afraid that my parents might say, you've got to hang in there and trust God. And if you play—I mean, I had somebody say to me, if you pray long and hard enough, God will change the things that need Mm -hmm. to be changed. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen. But but my parents were never—they didn't take that position at Mm -hmm. all. You know, they Mm -hmm. were able to realize that I was an adult— they're adults. We have different values. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, if if somebody were, if I had a, let's say one of my grandchildren was was were stealing jewelry from me to buy drugs or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, what I, I can't imagine even saying to them, I'm not going to have a relationship with you. But what I would mm-hmm. probably say is I'm not going to, I'm not willing to have you in the house if you're going to be here by yourself so mm-hmm. that we can identify the behaviors that are going to greatly affect us. And we can say, if you continue to do this, I'm going to have to take a back seat on this. I'll yeah. still still want to buy you lunch on Sunday or whatever mm-hmm. that's going to be, but I'm mm-hmm. just not willing to enable that behavior. Because mm-hmm. it's really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, with all of the uh, opiates and all of the mm-hmm. stuff that have been on the streets and mm-hmm. people have gone upstairs and found their child dead yeah. from fentanyl and, yeah. you know, and it is, it, it, I, it's just a, it's a terrible thing. And at some point in time, people have to act within their own value system yeah. in order for them to live comfortably in their own skin. Sure. Of course. I mean, if I, I'm, I, I would like to think I'm pretty good at boundaries.
1: Like if my kids come yeah. home and I'm like, this is how it's going to be in, in this house. And I think. I think I could get to the place where if my kids did not want to live within, like you said, my Mm -hmm. value system or my boundaries, I could say, I love you. You're going to need to go find somewhere else to live. Yeah. Like when you're done with school, you need to find somewhere else. But I love you and I still would like to maintain a relationship with you. It's just the relationship would look different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I can't imagine. Estrangement is something like next level. Like, I have a client who um, her daughter. Um, she, her so th- my client um, fell in love with. She was married, uh-huh. had two children. Fell in love with another man. Uh huh. Um, left her husband to go marry this man. Uh huh. And her son. So she has one son, one daughter. Her son is like, I'll love you anyway. I don't love it. I don't like it. How old was this son? Uh, college. Oh, uh huh. They're both college age kids. Yep. And the daughter is like, I don't want anything to do with you. And so the mom uh, continues to reach out to the daughter, continues uh-huh. to say, you know, I miss you or uh, you know, Merry Christmas or, and the daughter just flat out ignores her. Just, I mean, crickets. And she has for, months and months and months, so just crickets. And, you know, it's heartbreaking to the mom. Oh, it would be so
0: heartbreaking.
1: Yes, it's so, and I do know, I, I do know that, like, it, it gets complicated. Mm-hmm. Like when you, let's say your mom, I, and I actually counsel another girl who's like 31, 32, and her mom dated somebody when she was in her 20s that she absolutely hated. Oh, why? Uh, Because he was abusive. Oh, he abused her mom. And, Oh, and so during that period of time, she was estranged from her mom. She Mm -hmm. could not watch it. She didn't want to be around it. Yeah. And so it deeply affected. So I have seen that, you know, where dating somebody that, that, that their children don't like, or being with somebody that the children don't like, or, marrying someone that mm-hmm. the children that can cause a huge riff mm-hmm. in relationships yeah. with parents and children yeah
0: and how do you choose and where's mm-hmm. your value and who what mm-hmm. is the most important thing to you
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it's devastating to have to sacrifice a relationship for another relationship yeah you know yeah. i i just think that if it's i think that it's i I think that what's important are for people to identify Mm non-negotiables and understanding what is a non-negotiable. Because Mm -hmm. if after you have identified non-negotiables in relationships, then they will, if they continue, then you then that is what would cause you to leave that relationship or Mm -hmm. change the parameters of that relationship. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if you don't identify those non-negotiables and people really don't understand. Like I was uh, one of the things that I really cared a lot about when I got my divorce and dated other guys and I was very adamant about what their role would be in my children's life, Mm -hmm. you know, and it would be very much like knock on the door. Hi, come in nice to see you, see you later sort of thing, you know, so that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that there were no, there were no, there was no confusion about them having a, an attitude. Like one guy that I dated was, he would say things like, you just, you, I think you give your kids too much money to spend. And I just don't think that it's, I don't think it's good for them. (laughs) And I was like, well, it's not your money, it's my money, and I'm going to do exactly what I want and to do. they're not your children. Yeah, or even mm-hmm. asking for, you know, can I have an opinion, would you like to hear that mm-hmm. for something like that? Because mm-hmm. when it comes to those those. Those uh, primary relationships, like mm-hmm. parent and child, mm-hmm. that is—that's a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like for you, Tova. I mean, you're even though your kids are pretty much adults, mm-hmm. they—but still, you would want to be with somebody like Craig, who is kind to your children. Oh, it, that is a non-negotiable. Yeah, you for just me. wouldn't if, do it. He, i
1: don't need Craig or anybody to be my children don't need a father they have one that's right um and craig's children don't need a mom Mm -hmm. they have one Mm -hmm. and so we're we were we have been very clear from the very beginning what our roles would be with our children and i mean it's not easy look it's it's just not easy because the dynamic you know but i've always just wanted to be a cheerleader and a resource Mm -hmm. to craig's children and i think he could he would absolutely say the same with mine. But if there, I I understand why if somebody who came into my home wanted any more than that, or any less than that, that that like, if anybody had a problem with my children, or one of my children, or the fact that they were black, or, mm-hmm. you know, anything that, that like, they really didn't want to be involved at all, like, I really don't care about going to Georgia's football games. And, yeah. you know, I I would have to think long and hard yeah. about that, yeah. you know, because how the other person on the other side of me treats my children is deeply important to me.
0: Well, and it affects your relationship uh, with your thousand significant other. And my children. And your children. Yes. Yes. If, And I don't want
1: anybody to get in the way of my relationship with my children. And I don't ever want to get in the way with... Craig's relationship with his children yeah
0: and I think that that's so important because Mm -hmm. a lot of times there will be people who have a really strong opinion that's different from their partner's opinion about how they're going to handle a situation right and I I mean I always say you know you can offer that up to your Mm -hmm. the significant other but it's not your deal Mm -hmm. and if that's a deal breaker for you because they're not willing to you know know ground your children for (laughs) two years or whatever you know then you it's like okay well then that's a deal breaker and then once the kids Mm -hmm. leave home maybe we'll see Mm -hmm. but I think that it's it's I think the difficulty would be I can't imagine eliminating a relationship with my parents my sister my Mm -hmm. children Mm -hmm. my children's friends I can't I can't imagine mm-hmm. how horrible that would be. Yeah, i i I
1: agree with that, and I especially feel really horrible for children because of their parents' choices. You know, uh-huh. we're human. Yeah, I mean, I, I think about this precious woman who left her husband and married this other man, and now her she's paying for it with the relationship with her daughter.
2: May I interject here? Yeah, um, with regards to this. You mentioned that this girl, the, the daughter's in college, mm-hmm. which is, you know, right after high school, mm-hmm. which is right after you turn into the adolescent phase and everything is so dramatic and yeah. it's just Big. so polarized. It's mm-hmm. either the worst thing or the best thing. There's no middle <laughs> ground when you're that age. Yeah. Obviously, this girl is going to mature. She's going to become an adult. And I bet you $100 that just <laughs> time will cure all in that situation. Yeah. And she's probably going to come back to her mom and realize about forgiving and being an uh-huh. adult and just it'll I and think that human. will work itself out. I mean yeah. Yeah. months is a long time from the mother's perspective and I'm mm-hmm. sure it's agonizing but I mean I got to believe that that girl's going to come around. The so, daughter's going to come around.
1: So if you were that mom, yeah, uh, and or dad Tom, would you continue to just always reach out and always even if it was crickets back or would you kind of give them their space?
2: I would – it depends. Like I, I would maybe just kind of taper it off as time goes by and to – will, and then maybe eventually you just don't say anything on her birthday or don't say anything on a specific – like on Valentine's Day or whatever, Mother's Day, and just – because I think the it, – it, it's not the same thing. Well, you know, whenever when you're in love with somebody and they're not really in love with you back, sometimes – Not giving them the attention that you've been giving them makes them kind of miss it.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh.
2: I'm not saying this is the same situation, but maybe that is what would help the the daughter realize is is if she's like, wait, my mom's not texting me. What happened? And maybe she'll be like, wait a second, I don't like this. I don't know. Well, one, she's obviously trying to punish her. She is. So if it's not getting, if the punishment is not really getting to the mom, and Mm -hmm. I, you know what I'm saying, it might change her perspective
1: well the one piece of advice i gave to her and i, I do want to get your perspective on this janice was maybe say i love you i'm always here when you're ready yes i'm ready
2: yeah uh-huh. and
1: uh-huh. So, you know, have a little closure I don't, statement i don't want to beat you down i'm always thinking about you i'm always going to be praying for you i'm always going to want to be in relationship with you and when you're ready i'm ready Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just so she's like not like losing all the time. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. But
0: I would love to hear your perspective. Yeah. On this. That's what I would do. Also, I mm-hmm. think that I would. I would probably say, look, I, I, because you've kind of gone dark. I am thinking that you maybe don't want to have a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. But I want you to know that I want to have a relationship with you, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to give up. Mm-hmm. I am going to reach out. To you on occasion And you have a choice To to pick up the phone or not mm-hmm. But I'm not I'm not going to I'm, I am I. don't think that I would ever say I'm not going to have I'm, I'm over it I'm right. not going to have A relationship right. with you I want right. to always I'm Be available too. Right Yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: It might be as long as Until that girl has Her own child
0: <laughs> It could yeah. be But
2: that will mm-hmm. If that, that would be The last thing that could possibly have, I mean, if that doesn't make her want to go back to her mom and, you know, offer up this grandchild and be like, you've got to be a part of this. I don't know. Maybe I, I can't even imagine it getting that far, but that would certainly be well, the, the last stop on the.
1: Sometimes it does. You know, we, there's a dear friend of Carter's, um, whose dad left the family uh-huh. just in a tough marriage. I don't think he's a bad guy i don't know anything about the situation but the the son was like you're dead to me to the dad but a lot of that was being fed allegedly by the mom the uh, the mom was feeding the kids your dad your dad your dad your dad and so she painted this horrible picture about the dad and so now The son wants nothing to do with the dad. He's completely estranged from the dad. And it kills the dad. I mean, we grew up with this family. And this dad was relentless about the the love that he had for his children. And I think for kids, often, it's so hard to separate the parent relationship, marriage, Mm -hmm. from the family. And so you know and if the mom's feeding the beast yeah you know your dad's horrible look what he did he left the family he left me da, da, da. you're and and then then the kids feel like they have to pick this loyalty mm-hmm. you know and i mean this dad will reach out to me from time to time he's just an old friend and you know check in on how my kids are doing and i mean we grew up on sidelines together for years and years and years and i always ask him how he's doing and how his kids and he always just I mean, he tells, gives me an update, and it just—it kills him. It absolutely kills him that his son wants nothing to do with him.
0: Well, isn't it just—isn't it just terrible that a mother terrible would taint the child's opinion about the father? And yet I don't it care. happens— It happens a lot. All the time. But, I mean, when you think about how that— It's horrible how that affects Mm. because the relationship Mm. between the parents is totally separate than the relationship. But especially if somebody cheats or something Mm -hmm. and they tell Mm -hmm. the child and Mm -hmm. then it's just, it's just, it's disastrous.
1: Yes. And I really want to just spend one minute saying, if you are divorced and you spend any time ragging, About your ex-spouse to your children. You are only hurting your children. Yeah. You're only. You're doing it because you're hurting. Dial up your best friend. Call your mom. Yeah. Do not talk crap about the spouse, your ex-spouse, to your children. Ever. Never. Ever. I have never said one disparaging thing to my children about Tover. Ever. Mm -hmm. And I never Mm -hmm. will.
0: Mm-hmm. As well, long as I live, they it, they they can't hear it right anyway. Yeah, they you know? shouldn't. No, they, and they, they shouldn't. They
1: shouldn't have to make sense of that in their no. brains. And now all of a sudden, now they've got to decide because you've you've planted this seed of loyalty. Where's your loyalty? I just mm-hmm. told you what your dad did. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just so unfair to the children. Yeah, it, it is so unfair to the children. Well,
0: it just it hurts them. Mm-hmm. It it damages them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it does not help,
0: and it's not. I mean, you know, people break up for a reason, and so you know, it's not. It 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 is difficult sometimes to not throw somebody under the bus. Sure, you know, and but in the long run, you're just jumping under the bus with them because it just comes back and bites them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you really
1: got to put your big. Pants on. Yep. Go get therapy. Call yep. your bestie, but don't just don't do it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Kids need their mom, and kids need their dad. They do. And and whether we like it or not,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They
1: just do. My children. Are better off if they have a wonderful relationship with their dad. Well,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. and in the long run, that's good for you too because Absolutely. then you get a break sometime. And I and want sometimes, a break sometimes. It is nice to have a break from your children. I like it. Yeah, and I like the fact that I I really appreciate the fact that my ex husband is very attentive to the girls mm-hmm. and very attentive to the grandchildren, and they they adore him and. And he adores them. And, you know, it just it's just easier. And I mean, we'll go to Owen's basketball games and Kurt and I always sit next to each other. That's cool. You know, and mm-hmm. so, you know, it's just it's just easier. It's just much yes, easier to if be kind to someone. Absolutely. As it is to chew them up and spit them out. Yeah, absolutely.
1: There's yeah. No doubt about that. So. For people who are have made the difficult decision to be estranged from their children, um, I know that everybody's different. But what are what are things that you have seen where parents have become estranged from their children, and you're like, you need to fix that? Have you ever counseled people who are like, he's dead to me, or she's dead to me, and they're talking about their child, and you're like, I. Would highly recommend that you reconsider that. Yeah. So tell tell me, what are the circumstances that you're
0: like, I think that might be a negotiable? I think if you think that if you desire to be in a relationship, that's the circumstances. And I think that I can't imagine. I mean, who says you're dead to me? That's just people. <laughs> that's just awful. People. You know, and and it's like, OK, so. Let's, let's just get beyond ourselves. Even Mm -hmm. if your partner cheated or stole money or whatever it was, you know, it's, it's also about forgiveness and about Mm -hmm. thinking, okay, what's in the long run, what's going to be best for me and Mm -hmm. my children. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's to have a relationship with all of those people. Yeah. You know, I just can't, I just, I can't imagine the, you're dead to me that making any sense at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You
1: know, my mom was tough. You know that she was tough as nails and her and I were always in relationship strained at times, but always in relationship. But her and my older sister were estranged from each other. And, and when my mom died, neither one of them before my mom died, my mom had a long runway of I'm dying. (laughs) Like, you know, like they knew it's not like she was in a car accident. You Uh know, she knew she was dying. Uh There was plenty of time for both parties to fix it. And what I mean, I bet you that if I asked my mom and I asked my sister, why did you be, why did the two of you become estranged? I bet you they might even have two different answers. So like, what do you think they would say? What do you think they're... I don't even know. I don't have a good reason why they were estranged. They just were both this a lot the same. Uh-huh. You know, they were both very, well, you did, well, you did. And then like, you know, hang up the phone. I'm never talking to them again. And when, before my mom died, I had a very frank conversation with my mom you need to fix this. Uh-huh. I called my sister. Hey, mom's dying. You need to fix this. Yeah. And neither one of them were interested in oh fixing it. Oh, my god! They never fixed it. Ever. And my sister didn't come to the funeral. Oh, I tell mean,
0: that. It, it was horrible. That's so sad. It was... I feel so sad for your sister. Because think about that level of contempt and anger and it was really sad and you know
1: my mom has been gone for 20 years so we were in our 30s we Mm -hmm. were in our early 30s when this happened and my sister regrets it of course my sister regrets it because there wasn't a good reason (laughs) yeah like it's not like my sister was on drugs and she was stealing from my mom like it wasn't that wasn't happening there was probably some religious stuff because, you know, but my mm-hmm. parents were not happy with me when I left the Mormon church. But it wasn't this, well, F you, F you. Yeah. And all I can say is I do believe in non negotiables. And I do believe that there could be a time or could be a circumstance where I would have to say to my child, I love you. Here's my boundary. I would never say you're dead to me. I'd never say I'm I'm never going to be in a relationship with you. Mm -hmm. But I would create boundaries. However, I just have to say that I just think there's very few things that should keep us estranged from each other as family.
0: Well, because it eats you up. Yes. Of course. it's still eating
1: my sister up. Yes. 20 years later. Yes. She, it bothers her. And, you know, my mom cut her out of the will. I mean, and I was the executor. So now I've got to tell my sister Ugh. she doesn't get anything. I mean, it was, it was such a disaster. And all to say is my point in this is if you are estranged from a child or a parent, <laughs> yeah, I would say lean on the side of reconciliation Mm -hmm. Lean on the side of grace. Lean on the side of forgiveness.
0: And how about just let's etch a sketch. Let's etch a sketch (laughs) what happened and Mm -hmm. let's start all over Mm -hmm. and let's go at it from the attitude of let's build a new relationship that is not based around what happened historically. Right. It's called forgiveness. Yeah. Hard for some people to do.
1: Well, I think, I mean... I had a guy in my living room last week who's estranged from his three brothers, and he, they're just all pissed off at each other. For yeah. what? Yeah, <laughs> like for what? <laughs> you know, this is a this is a thing for a, several family, a lot of families, I think. So I would just err on the side of grace. Yeah,
0: me too, because it'll eat you up. Yeah, it causes cancer. I believe it. I do too. Yeah. Well. Happy Memorial Day. Yeah. (laughs) Tom, do you have any closing words? We kind of ran away with it.
2: No, absolutely not. (laughs) Y'all covered it all very nicely.
1: Go fix your family. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week.